Welcome to Legal Marketing 101. I'm Toby Rosen. And welcome back to the fourth and final installment of our Landing Page Basics series. We've covered the basic concepts of advertising to keep in mind when designing your pages, the tech and testing techniques we can use to build high-performing landing pages, and the most critical components of landing pages like CTAs that can really make or break your marketing. And I know we've moved fast through these topics and we're going to go deeper into these topics in future episodes, but we really, I really wanted to cover the basics for you so that you could get up and running and understand how to start building landing pages. Today, though, we're going to talk about what success actually looks like for a landing page. We're going to jump into the key metrics, some of the analytics, and the importance of data-driven decision-making to evaluate the success of your landing pages. At the end of the day, success in marketing means more than hitting a home run once. We need our batting average to stay high. Success isn't just a good conversion rate one month. It's a good conversion rate every month. That takes time, takes effort, and primarily, it takes testing. So let's dive in. One of the primary metrics to monitor is the conversion rate, obviously. Conversion rate measures the percentage of your visitors who take the desired action on your landing page, something like submitting a form or making a purchase even. For example, if you have a 1,000 visitors to your landing page and 100 of them complete your desired action, your conversion rate is 10%. It's really essential to set realistic targets for your conversion rate based on your industry benchmarks and your specific goals and how much you're willing to spend. For instance, if the average conversion rate in your industry or in your market is, let's say, 5 to 7%, set your target at 8% and strive to surpass that. Bounce rate is also a really important metric to look at when it comes to landing pages and when it comes to your website as a whole. Bounce rate represents the percentage of visitors who leave your landing page without visiting any other pages or interacting further. A high bounce rate indicates that visitors are not engaged or they're not finding what they expected on your page, or they're just not finding something that they like. While bounce rates definitely vary quite a bit across industries, you always want to be aiming for a lower bounce rate to ensure that visitors are staying on your page and engaging with your content. Another metric very similar to this and sort of the the inverse of that is average time on page. It's a metric that reveals how long visitors spend on your landing page or on a particular page on average. It can definitely indicate the level of engagement and the interest to your audience, but it can also indicate some other things. A longer average time on page generally suggests, though, that visitors are consuming your content, exploring your offers, and potentially considering taking the desired action click-through rate on the page also measures the percentage of visitors who actually click on a particular element or on a link on your landing page. Things like calls to actions or submit buttons on forms. And a higher CTR indicates that your CTAs are actually compelling and effectively driving engagement. We want to make sure we're looking at all of these metrics together because if one of them is off, we may need to make some changes to fix that. To make data-driven decisions, though, it's it's really crucial to implement analytics tools like Google Analytics or the heat mapping tools we talked about to track and to analyze the performance of your landing pages. Beyond the testing that we do with these tools, you want to also just track how things are going overall. These tools give us tons of insights into things like user behavior, traffic sources, engagement patterns, and conversion funnels. You could find that particular users from a particular traffic source engage in a different way than organic visitors do or social users do. 
data really is the backbone of effective optimization. And it provides us all these insights into all the things that our users do and their preferences and the trends among users over time. But collecting this data is really just the beginning. The key is to transform that data into actionable insights that then drive meaningful changes to not only your landing pages, but your overall marketing strategies. As an example, let's say you have a landing page that includes a contact form to capture leads, but the form has all these different fields that visitors might find burdensome. We talked about this in the testing episode, but to reduce friction and improve conversions, you could try simplifying the form reduce the number of inputs you have, and test whether or not that helps. Using data from user behavior analytics, you'll quickly identify the fields that are causing the most drop-offs. This is how we can optimize. Based on these insights, you can start to remove non-essential items or, in that form, non-essential fields, and minimize the number of things that are required of your users, making it easier for them to convert. The goal is to make the form quick and easy to fill out and reduce as many barriers for your visitors to submit their information. But at the same time, we do still want to include some items that qualify our users. These can be questions about the services they're interested in or an optional message form so we can get some more information. After implementing the simplified form or implementing your new creative, now you can closely monitor the conversion rates. Over the next couple of weeks, depending on how much traffic you have, if you observe, say, a 20% increase in form submissions compared to the previous version of the form, this data confirms that the simplified form has improved user experience and increased your conversions, and hopefully that's going to lead to that increased revenue. But metrics alone don't guarantee success. It's really essential to set targets and benchmarks based on your industry standards, your performance history, and your specific objectives. Continuously monitor and analyze your metrics and use that to make these data-driven decisions. As we've talked about with testing, keep experimenting, continuously optimizing, and trying different strategies. We never know what's going to be right, and so it's always good to keep testing. Before we wrap up, I do want to summarize what we've talked about in this series a little bit and share my final tips on building the best landing pages possible. We've talked about a bunch of things in the last few weeks, and so this is a good time to do a quick sync up. So to recap, number one for building landing pages, define clear goals. Before creating a landing page, clearly define your goals. Are you looking to generate leads, sell a product, promote a specific service? Knowing your objective is going to help you guide your design, your messaging, your call to action, your tracking, everything, and it will ensure a focused and compelling user experience. Number two is keep it simple. Simplicity is really the key to effective landing pages. Avoiding clutter and unnecessary distractions will serve you well. Provide a clear value proposition and a single prominent call to action. Keep your messaging concise, compelling, and allow visitors to quickly understand the benefits so that they can take action. Number three, test and iterate. Continuous testing is crucial for optimization. Conduct A-B tests or other tests to compare different elements, layouts, and offers. Analyze the data, make data-driven decisions, and then refine and improve your landing pages. Remember, even small tweaks can lead to really significant improvements in conversion rates and our bottom line. Number four, optimize for mobile. 
With the increasing use of mobile devices, it's essential to ensure your landing pages and everything connected to them is going to work on mobile. Optimize the design, the layout, the functionality, and provide a seamless experience, once again, across multiple different screen sizes. Mobile optimization is really the key today to capturing and converting visitors. Number five, craft compelling copy. Your landing page copy plays probably the most vital role in conveying your value proposition and driving conversions. Use persuasive and benefit-oriented language to clearly communicate the unique value of your offer and to connect with your client. Focus on addressing their pain points, telling their story, and providing some solutions that actually will resonate with them. Number six, leverage social proof. When it's appropriate, incorporate social proof elements such as things like testimonials, client logos, case studies. These can be massive for building trust and credibility quickly. Positive reviews and testimonials from satisfied clients can reassure visitors and increase their confidence in taking the desired action. Number seven, optimize load times. Just as we've talked about mobile optimization, page speed for everybody is really crucial for user experience and for conversion rates. Optimize your landing page to load quickly on mobile and desktop. This will ensure a smooth and frustration-free experience for your visitors. You can do things like compress your images, minify code, and leverage caching techniques to improve your load times. Number eight, and we've talked about testing, but monitor and analyze. Regularly monitor and analyze your pages for performance using your analytics tools, or have someone on your staff keep you apprised. Track the key metrics like conversion rates, bounce rates, click-through rates, and identify some areas for improvement. Uncover your user behavior patterns and use that data once again to make informed decisions. Number nine, personalize the experience as much as possible. Whenever you can, personalize the content and the messaging on your landing pages based on your audience's demographics, their preferences, or their past interactions. There are even platforms that can help you personalize pages with names and information. Personalization creates a more tailored and relevant experience and once again increases engagement and conversions for your pages. And finally, number 10, I feel like it's a reiteration of a couple of these points, but never, ever stop improving. Landing page optimization is an ongoing process. Even if your landing pages are already performing well, there's always something you can improve or something you can test. Like I've said before, continuously test, iterate, and optimize so you'll stay ahead of the competition, keep your conversion rates maximized, and boost your revenue as much as possible. Remember, success with landing pages is not achieved overnight. It requires consistent effort, data-driven decision-making, and a commitment to continuous improvement. By following these tips and implementing the strategies we've discussed in the last couple of episodes, you'll be well on your way to creating some really high converting landing pages that drive meaningful results for your business. That's all for the landing page series. We'll be back to more on marketing and our regularly scheduled programming next week. That's it for Legal Marketing 101. Check out rosenadvertising.com for more. Thanks. Thanks.